This is BFBS Esports Live with OJ Borge. Indeed it is. Welcome along to Esports Live on BFBS. I am your host, OJ Borge. Now, not in the usual location. We're Esports Live on tour. We're actually at XL Esports. Uh, which is an esports company down in London, trendy East London. My location is not my usual studio. It's what they call their streamer room. So I was going to explain it for you. It is basically a very posh cupboard. I love it. It's fabulous in here. If you follow me on social media, you'll see what it's like. I'm surrounded by a keyboard that's strobing through all of the colors. And behind me, the reason I'm here is the fact that there is a Sony in-zone Christmas quiz taking place. If you hear some shouting, some reverie, that is the reason why. Now, I do have to tell you for this series finale, uh, my co-host, Combat Medical Technician Jonah Job, isn't alongside me, as many of you listening will know, being in the armed forces, is not a nine-to-five office job. But we did manage to record a few things ahead of the show, so fear not, if you want your weekly dose of Jonah, you shall have it. Now, this is just one of many gaming events, esports events happening around the world. You may have been part of one over the year, you may have been part of what is such a fabulous community. And we have talked about this on previous episodes, about how esports has helped people. That gaming community is exactly that community. So um, throughout the next half hour, you will hear some of the interview Jonah and I did with the RAF's Rocket League Deputy Game Lead, AS1, Stelios Elia. Fabulously, the most enthusiastic man you will ever hear from. Uh, we're also going to talk to, hopefully, some of the people who are coming down to this event here at XL Esports. So lots to get through in the next 30 minutes between now and 7. Uh, live at the XL Esports Christmas Do, which, you know what, I'm I'm not normally a fan of saying the C word before the 1st of December, but I shall, unless you're listening back, of course, to the repeat on Sunday, in which case, hey, it's December. Let's talk about Christmas as much as we want. Um, now, one of the things that has been really, truly brilliant this this series, which you haven't had in previous ones, um, he was a guest before. I remember talking to him, I think, in the first series, the second series, he was away on operations. But having Jonah being part of this show has been brilliant because I can I can talk to you about esports, the many esports events that I've worked on, the esports professionals that I've interviewed, uh, the place I've been, the tournaments I've seen. I can tell you all that stuff and I can talk to you about it for hours. But what I can't bring you is I can't bring you that authentic opinion of what it's like to be in the forces and also have esports as not just part of your life, but part of your future as well. And you know what? That's why we caught it with Jonah ahead of today. I wanted to ask him just how hard it was to game when you're away on tour. I mean, it's pretty difficult. I mean, like I say, it depends on location. If you're in, uh, I don't know, the middle of the training area of uh, Batis uh, in, in Canada, then there's not much chance of getting any Wi-Fi because the you know, only thing around is the nearest gopher and uh, there any, uh, <laughs> any cell towers. But um, yes, if you're, yeah, depending on location, I mean, definitely Salisbury Plain has a plenty of cell towers, but yeah, there's no there's no playing games in some locations. Um, but yeah, it's all about the gear. It's all about the gear. If you've got something downloaded, like we talked about last episode, if you've got a nice story downloaded, then uh, yeah, you can play it anywhere. What do you take with you? What is your what is your gaming your gaming setup that you'll take on location? Which is a bit of a TV yeah. way of talking about. Now when you're away filming, Jonah, you're filming. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you're away, when you're deployed overseas, how, what is what is the gaming setup you take with you? Oh, it, it depends where how long I'm going for or where I'm going, but. Most of the time, you can't go fault with is uh, is a Nintendo Switch. Not only can you play it with some friends, but you can also you know pack it in in a little day sack, or you can you know pack it in you know a really small bag, wherever you've got really on, uh, on hand. And you know, oftentimes the army sends you away, or whoever sends you away, and you don't get much baggage, uh, especially carrying things like body armor, helmet, all the likes of your uh, PPE. But yeah, there's no room for for many extras. I love that. I love the idea of body armor, helmet 
PS5. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just going to leave the helmet fine. I haven't got room for the helmet. <laughs> just take the PS5. Yeah. Don't worry about the respirator. We'll just, uh, we'll yeah, 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 we'll the, uh, I've, got, I've got double pads. Um, the thing is, though, I remember seeing this thing and I, I was desperately trying to work out if there's a way I could convince my wife I could buy it. But it was, I mean, it was so ridiculously expensive, but it was basically this beautiful looking suitcase. You know, something out of almost out of a James Bond. And yeah. you opened it up and it had a screen in it and the PS5 embedded into the bottom of the case. And I'm pretty sure it was in like a really hardcore flight case so you could kick it down the stairs if you needed mm. it needed to. Um, is there any way you can maybe get the army to, to get one of those? For I me? Mean, I, I, the army probably, yeah, they won't make an expense for that, let's be yeah. real here. But uh, I've definitely seen lads, especially when I was on tour, um, just gone in Estonia, uh, who had those or things similar, like, you know, like portable gaming monitors mm. and had like the PS5 in a, in a some schmoozy like suitcase thing. Um, but yeah, there's definitely people... People make some uh, some very creative ways of taking their uh, gaming equipment on board uh, abroad with them. So, yeah, yeah, I I still can't work out if it's tax deductible or not. I mean, maybe it is. We're talk- Listen, the more we talk about it, then it's tax deductible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely, but uh, plenty of people if they're overseas for more than six months at a time. Yeah, definitely get, get some <laughs> big purchases in. Um, if you were heading out on a tour, what game would you play? What's the game you're playing right now? What would you recommend people if they are heading away? If there was one game you'd recommend, what would it be? One game that you can never go wrong yeah. with is Mario Kart. Let's it be real. Is. You know, you don't need any internet. You can play it with your friends. It's we've got, like I said, Nintendo Switch. You've got that with you. Mm. Play it with the lads. Have a bit of a competition. Uh, and yeah, you can't really go wrong with it. To be no, it's I easy to play. Well, it was it was a wonderful chat when he was telling me about it, and you can understand it. I mean, even as somebody who's not in the forces, I try and take some sort of gaming away with me, whether it's on a laptop or otherwise. Um, but yes, uh, we'll hear more from Jonah Jubb on the way. Um, wild ride of a series. And we're actually on location here at XL Esports. If you can hear some hubbub behind me, uh, that is because it's starting to fill up for this gaming tournament later on. Lots of people imbibing the free drinks, as you would. Um, now, the fact that we're here at the Sony InZone Christmas Quiz event, they've been kind enough uh, that they've given us a set of InZone buds, truly wireless noise-canceling gaming earbuds, which I've tried. And if you're like me, you probably won't have this when you're away if you're playing games when you're away on operations. But um, if you are at home and you've got the family there, they do actually have a mode where you can hit the side of them and they give you, <laughs> you basically get the, the noise that's around you as well as them being noise cancelling, which is great because in my case, I get very overexcited and then get shouted at by my wife. And uh, we've had them to give away and it's huge congratulations to Ryan Smith and Catterick Garrison who has won these incredible earbuds. There'll be no interrupting Ryan when he's gaming from now on. Now, a game that I am very honest about, it drives me absolutely crazy, drives me crazy. I'm always about 0.5 a second behind wherever the ball is, um, and that is Rocket League. So let's talk to the REF's Rocket League Deputy Game League, that is AS1 Stelios Elia, and myself and my man Jonah, we caught up with him ahead of today, and I started by asking Stelios, what makes a good Rocket League player? Whoa, that's a very, very deep question. I like it, we're getting straight into it. Yeah. So. A good Rocket League player has to be one of many things, but the most important thing I would say, consistent. Because you can be good at the game in patches, but ultimately that does you no favours at you know at the higher echelons of the game. So for me anyway, consistency. You can be a very good you can be a very average mechanical player, but if you're consistent, you'll be right up there in the in the Grand Champ Elo. So for me, yeah, consistency. Stelios, are you a, do you play the game with a mouse and keyboard? How did you know? Oh, because it, it just, it's like, it's one of these things where if you're playing Rocket League with a mouse and keyboard, and believe me, if you've never seen Rocket League or played it, it's hard enough with a controller. I mean, what does playing it with a mouse and keyboard do for you other than looking like an absolute gamer? 
Well, honestly, it, it actually isn't the primary way to play Rocket League, as, as I'm sure you know, as I'm sure everyone's aware. I, I thought it was a great sin of Rocket League to play it on mouse and keyboard. Well, it, I get, it is. I get roasted by everyone if I play it on MKB. You're no. right. But uh, an actual fact, I mean, you gain maybe slight advantages in the, in, in the fact that you know every input that you do is, is, is binary. It's a zero or a one. It's, you know exactly what it's going to do every time. Whereas on a controller, obviously, slight, you know, mistensions in your, in your thumb will do a different create a different reaction on the car and so i guess you know what you're doing a bit more consistently which ties into what i said earlier on mouse and keyboard however for example you can't look around your car on mouse and keyboard or at least i haven't found a way to do that on mouse and keyboard whereas on a on controller you can have a you know a constant scan of your whole environment and you can see where the opponents are where your teammates are you can't do that on mouse and keyboard so you know you gain a little bit you lose a little bit um, you, of course, are second in command of the RAF's Rocket League League. You've been doing that for two years. Um, how vibrant is the league? How how tough is the competition in there? Well, uh, again, good question. So it never it never was you know anywhere near as as vibrant as it is now. Now is when we're really starting to you know to grow as a community. We're two hundred and twenty strong, uh, and that includes not only RAF personnel but of course uh, our friends at the Royal Navy and the British Army, and of course civilian partners too. And we've actually, you, you join us on a good day because today is the opening day of our own in-house RAF League that hosts the Royal Navy, the British Army, and of course, our civilian friends. Uh, and it's 10 teams in it right now. Uh, literally, game day one is about to happen. After this, I'll be going live on, on, our, on our channel. Feel free to pop in if you like. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's big. It's so much you know, friendly rivalry between the services. It's a really high standard of play as well. And you know, as well as the high levels of play, you do get the teams. It's almost like the Premier League in, in football where you have the, the Manchester Cities and the, the Man Uniteds. People may disagree, but, you know, they're the bigger teams and you have the teams that are trying to get to that kind of level and they're, they're grinding away it. And you never know, they might take a, a crucial points off of the league leaders and that might cause all sorts of drama. Who knows? But yeah, it's definitely big. It's the biggest thing we've done so far as a community. And I, honestly, I can't wait to get into the action, to be honest. Well, if we came to your channel, um, what would we find? Because last week we were talking to someone, lovely chat with Jeffrey Pearson, a, a naughty word slipped out. If we came to your channel to watch the Rocket League League, the RAF's Rocket League League, um, will, is it that vibrant? Is it that wild? <laughs> Different type of vibrant. Well, I mean, it, it depends what, you're, what you classify as, as wild. But if we stick to how, a gaming, let's stick to gaming and how gaming is concerned, it's pretty wild in the sense that you will see, you know, really vibrant flareful plays from the players you'll see mistakes you'll see all sorts of things that will genuinely entertain you and of course you have yours truly on the commentary box as well uh looking as good as i do <laughs> okay. taking the action let's say stelios perfect perfect, right? perfect for radio perfect for radio <laughs> yeah. um, how much how much does gaming help you i mean because you all have tough jobs in the forces you know they can be stressful they can be long days how much does it help you oh uh, if i mean it's 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 immeasurable gaming is is always been a, a really you know impactful thing in my life since i was you know since as early as i can remember being a kid uh, hopping on my first game boy advance and in in within the military environment it, again it's i get to do stuff like this i get to put on great events for our community it really is and, and apparently it's it's second it's a secondary duty i don't consider it that way for me it's something that i do that i can blow steam with and i can really really enjoy with with you know an amazing group of people, and you know they know they know who they are. Um, it's a it's a pleasure, not a a chore, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I love it, and in the military environment as well, 
it's it doesn't get much better than this to be honest yeah well i'm just looking at a military environment right now and jonah will tell you i'm great when it comes to military right words okay getting all the terminology oh my right goodness. okay so i'm i'm looking at you with your fellow team members on the back flap of a big plane i think it might be a hercules is this where are you looking? I'm looking. No, Where? sorry, I've got the picture in front of me here. It was when you were at. Oh the, right! It was at the NATO. Right. It was the NATO Invitational in Germany. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I thought you were looking at my. Uh, no, the, the no, no. Over here. I was like, did, did we change that? No, it's five of you with your combat trousers on, and you've got yeah. your game tops and hoodies on as well. What was the NATO Invitational like? Ah, oh, that that honestly, if we talk about this. I'll be here for hours. If you well, want, we've got about a minute. So <laughs> the best gaming experience of my life. In in short, uh, it was hosted by our friends at the American Air Force. They flew us over, and we had a, a really big tournament against them, live on stage, big broadcasts. Uh, the, the Royal Navy were there as well, and the British Army were there. It was amazing, and we got to the grand finals, so it was, it was quality. Um, Stelos, it's been great to chat. Uh, Jonah, do you have any pictures that live up to you being on the back flap of a big plane? No, definitely not. I mean, I mean, the army doesn't have anything that quite that large, but yeah, <laughs> definitely me under a, a few bulldogs trying to twiddle some spanners. But yeah, like, but no. what about the cars you've been fixing? Lol. Uh, Stelios, thank <laughs> Stelios, thank you so much for joining us. It's been absolutely great to chat to you, and good luck for the uh, for the uh, Rocket League league that's going on. Thank you. All the best, guys. Take care. This is BFBS Esports Live on the road. We're live from XL Esports down in East London at a big old gaming event that's going on. And I must admit, I've just tried. We've got a big gaming part of the quiz that I'm, I'm hosting, which involves uh, playing Call of Duty, but they don't have controllers. I've just tried to use a mouse and keyboard. Embarrassing. Um, now, it is slightly gutting that Jonah isn't with us for this final episode. Of course, he's been part of every show so far in this series. Um, but I did chat to him. Um, and you know what? I caught up. I asked him what's next for him and for Skull Esports. I mean, a lot of my time has been occupied by planning for next year. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of big things planned, getting ready for in the next insomnia at the end of next March, um, which we're looking forward to attending. And I'm pretty sure all the forces will be attending that one uh, again. Uh, don't quote me on that. but I'm Well, I feel like sure I'm going to go. I hope they would be. Well, I'm now going to quote you on it, but thank you so oh. much for that. Um, when, it, when it comes, when you've got Skull Esports somewhere and then you've yes. got the British Army Esports Association or the RF, the rest of it, how mm. does that work for you? Do you end up having split loyalties? I mean, obviously, my loyalties and my sort of my background was always lied with army esports, but um, you know, we I keep the two very much separate in terms of you know who who I'm there with and who I'm representing uh, at the time. But at the same time, now being on this and sort of trying to be unbiased as much as I can, and I have got friends in all three services, um, and now obviously good friends with the sort of the ICs of all all three services as well. Um, you know, I I sort of have to split my yeah, my loyalties, but my heart will always be with the army. And uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't take that out of someone. Uh, what are you going to be playing over Christmas? Any great games you're going to be playing over Christmas? Ooh, I think uh, I think there's a few new games coming out as well. But there is, there always definitely is. Definitely be sticking to uh, the CS grind. I mean, oh. Counter Strike has got me on the hook. There you go. Jonah Jump there talking to me. This is Esports Live. And thank you so much to Jonah, who's been a part of the show all the way through. Wherever he is in the world right now, thank you to him. Um, if you've missed this, you can catch up again by going to BFBS Esports Live or hear it again on Sunday afternoon at 12.30. It will be December, so I'll be fully Christmassy by that point, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, thank you so much to Jack, who's come down with me to make sure we got this on. Thank you so much to Lucas and Matt, who produced this series. And thank you so much 
for being part of the show. Really, the reason we do this is to bring gaming and esports, which has been my passion for so long, we like to bring it to you. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm OJ Borge. Have a great rest of whatever you're doing this Christmas. See you later. Goodbye. On air, online, on the app, on FM, on DAB Plus, throughout the UK. This is BFBS. BFBS. The Forces Station. Station.